Are you a fan of the Mommy Wines podcast? Well, of course you are, or you wouldn't be hearing this right now. One of the best ways to support the show you love, besides obviously tuning in every Wine Wednesday for new episodes, is shopping the Mommy Wines merch store on teespring.com. This is where you'll find all of the Mommy Wines branded goodness, mugs to hold your coffee over cardio morning java, iPhone and Samsung cases, premium ultra soft hoodies perfect for upcoming cooler months, and of course flowy teas and tanks flattering on every mommy out there. Go shop the Mommy Wine storefront on teespring.com and make sure to use code WINEMOM for free shipping. Hey Wine Moms, and thank you for listening to this MW Network and Emadon production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, themommywines.com, and wherever else you get your favorite podcasts. For exclusive content and early access, make sure to tune in on Patreon. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Mommy Wines podcast. I am your host, as always, Emma Don, and in today's episode, I am switching things up a little bit, getting a new perspective. I have a yoga posing, self-care loving, mental health focused, Navy vet dad of two joining me on the pod today. He can be found at Fatherhood Wellness Journey on IG, and he's also known as David Titus. Hopefully, I did not butcher your last name. <laughs> no, that was absolutely perfect. Awesome. And you might hear my dog in the background. I just rescued a chocolate doodle, so and she's being a little That's whiny. <laughs> so how are you? What is, you know, going on? What's new? Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm doing really well. Um, this whole coronavirus, everybody shutting down everywhere, is uh, been an a it's been an adventure so far. <laughs> um, I actually live on a navy base um, out in Virginia, and so they're like talking about like shutting everything down and not letting anybody leave or go. And oh god, home the last week, and so it's. Uh, who knows when and where we'll be next week. Well, I know all of the information is coming in minute by minute, but if anybody gets information first, maybe I would think it would be you. That's <laughs> I don't know, maybe. Maybe. The, the Navy tends to do its own thing. <laughs> uh, well, it's been working, at least for now. Yeah. So you share... So much inspirational content, um, just fatherhood and parenting content on your Instagram. What kind of inspired that? Because I don't see a lot of other dads kind of embracing that. It's just been this whole mom bubble that I've been in. No, and so I've definitely experienced a bit of that that bubble. Um, There's probably like 20 or 30 um, other dads that I interact with regularly on Instagram, but it's it's like the same 30 people all talk and like work together and talk together and all share each other's podcasts. And um, it's a very small like niche. Yeah. And it's unfortunate because uh, I really think that more men need that kind of inspiration and um, that kind of sense of community. Uh, as for what has inspired me to start sharing all of this is um, I 
I've been married the last like four years. Um, I probably back in November um, asked for a divorce and right around that same, it all came about kind of the same process of, um, of just healing and, and figuring out, you know, what we needed to do to be the best, you know, we could be. And, uh, that happened to be not together. Um, but if, if you see on my Instagram, I, I actually share a lot of her content. Like we're still very supportive of each other. Um, but it was definitely, it came at a culmination of, of I stopped taking care of myself. Um, and I was stuck in the same grind. I feel like most of us get into of thinking like, Oh, got to do the job, trying to do school at the same time. Um, you yeah. know, raising two small kids. And uh, I just stopped taking care of myself. I, I falsely thought that it was, you know, selfish to take that time away from, you know, my kids um, by doing something for me. And like the result was a pretty, you know, unhappy, extremely unhealthy, you know, person most of the time. And uh, it definitely kind of boiled up at about, let's say, October of last year, um, I ended up actually checking myself into mental rehab because I was having some very physical manifestations of my inner stress. Are you a fellow mom looking to make a legitimate professional income around your lifestyle? If so, then I hope you consider enrolling in my new Home Bookkeeper Masterclass. This class has everything I personally used to build and scale my very own bookkeeping business from the comforts of home. Freelance is the future, and with today's cloud-based programs and technology, you have the ability to work whenever and wherever you wish. Included in the Home Bookkeeper Masterclass are all the insights on building, branding, and marketing your very own bookkeeping business, a pro advisor study guide to help you pass the optional and free QuickBooks online certification exam, and a business resource guide full of all of my favorite products that I use at EDJ Consulting, plus a free gift just for you. To check out the Home Bookkeeper and enroll in the online masterclass, visit www.emmadon.com. I was you know, actually, I... I was just listening to this TED Talk, and I, I brought it up on a podcast a while back, but... I was listening to this other podcast and this doctor was on and he was talking about how mental health is such a stronger concern today and how anxiety and stress and with everything going on, the world is just so much more polluted with drama and TV and cell phones and social media and all this stuff going on. Yeah, but like everything's complicated. There's situations where like people are like thinking that they're having like a heart attack, people are going blind, rashes, hives, all kinds of things, and it's all your body's reaction to like he called it an overdose of stress. Hundred percent. Uh I actually there was a few days where I would have driven to work and I wouldn't have remember I'd 
I wouldn't remember that I drove to work. Um, I was like missing like chunks of my day. And uh, kind of the last straw was I was on a business trip. I travel quite a bit for work still um, out to California. And I was, while I was on my way there, I ended up blacking out and collapsing on the airplane. <gasps> oh my God. Woke up to the, you know, oxygen mask on and everybody panicking and, um, you know, it was, it was definitely a, yep, something needs to change. I feel like that happens a lot. Uh, most of the people I see on these, on these different wellness blogs and, and things like that, something happened that generally sparked that turnaround for them. Oh, yeah. Um, That's like the one common denominator when it comes to people who seem to just really embrace the well-being of you know their mind and mental health is it there's just like something that happens and it kind of like smacks you into reality a little bit yeah life sat me down <laughs> um, literally on an airplane literally on an airplane <laughs> um you know thirty thousand feet it was great um so oh my god that would be so terrifying i think not only like just kind of blacking out for a second but i think the panic of like everyone around you when you were waking up like I think that would freak me out more than the passing out yeah it was definitely an experience uh I was actually landing um I was flying from Baltimore and I was landing in Salt Lake City um and my brother works at the airport there oh and uh, so luckily you know once I landed you know there was a familiar face there to to kind of hang out with and and relax for a bit before I you know went anywhere else so it was a life had sat me down and so I decided to you know go to mental rehab and it was the the turning point for me where I kind of had my head lifted up out of the clouds and was like hey you need to make some drastic changes in your life and um, that's what's kind of set me on this this journey. I uh, I didn't expect when I started uh, the you know fatherhood wellness journey page um, on Instagram that I was going to get like fifty people, whoever wanted to hear or follow it. But um, since January, it's it's grown pretty exponentially, and it's kind of shocked me. Um. And I, and I think it's ever more apparent how needed it is for people to have a voice, for them to recognize, you know, what's going on in their lives and hopefully inspire some people to not have to collapse on an airplane before they start making some changes in their life. Yeah. I remember when I first moved to Salt Lake, I was going through custody court and there was so much drama. If I have any kind of co-parenting relationship with my son's dad at all, it's toxic. And so you're very lucky that you guys are trying to do the best you can and have like a greater picture, you know, in your mind for your mission. But I was at a client's house and I passed out. I thought I was having like a heart attack. And I was trying to just, like, get through it and just, you know, figure it out later because that's what I do. I just push things aside. And as I'm walking out of the house, I just collapse 
totally pass out. I go to the hospital and they're like, okay, well, testing me, everything, hooking me up to all kinds of machines. And they're like, well, you didn't have a heart attack. You're probably just having a panic attack. And that's kind of when I started like looking into being like, okay, maybe I need to get back on track. Maybe I need to start, you know, taking things a bit more serious. And it's scary for sure. But I feel like with so many distractions in like today's world, there's so many, like your mind is just going 110 miles an hour all the time. And especially like if you're anything like me and you just like, you know, you're okay putting more and more and more on your plate. <laughs> you're like, okay, yeah, I'll we sleep think when we I'm can dead. We I'll, think I'll we have to. Right. You know, at that at that kind of peak of of stuff, I was going to school for full time. I was working full time. I have a one year old and a three year old. Um, you know, trying to manage a an unhappy marriage and you know, on the other side of the country from where any of our family lived. And, you know, I traveled almost four out of the four or five months out of the year last year. Um, and that's, that's been lot. kind of the norm for me. And so with, with all of that going on at the same time, you know, you think you got to put on a show, like you said, like you just got to, you were like, okay, I'm having a panic attack, I might die, but I don't want anybody to think I'm dying. So <laughs> exactly. I'm just going to pretend like everything's okay until I get outside. Um, and we and we do that. We we try to we try to hide it. Um, we try to to make it through, um, because you know, heaven forbid, we're not okay. Yeah, uh, it's it's hard, and um, you know, I am am very fortunate. Uh, it's probably only been the last like two or three weeks, actually, that. Um, Jennifer, who's my kid's mom, um, have kind of been on better terms. Uh, there's definitely a, uh, I'd say it wasn't a surprise um, when I when I finally said that you know I wanted to get separated. Um, when I when I realized that you know both of us would be better off not together anymore, and uh, I. I think it was a long time coming. Neither person really wanted to be the the one to do it. Yeah. Um, I've but, luckily never been married. <laughs> so yeah. I couldn't even imagine what that would it's, be like. Yeah, it's been a it's been a it's been a ride. Um we lived together for the last few months and you know, they actually just moved to California uh, probably about three weeks ago now. And um so I think in those three weeks, we've, we've both come really far in our interaction with each other and finally being able to, to breathe and realize that that was the best option. And that's hard for people, you know, for a long time, I was like, you know, I don't want my, I was holding on to this idea that you know, I don't want my kids to have parents who are divorced. Yeah. Um, and, you know, for some reason, you know, I have to, to stay because of that. And then, you know, while I was in, in rehab, they kind of helped me understand. It's like, well, do you want 
your kids to not have divorced parents or do you want your kids to grow up with the perception a false perception of what a relationship should be like um and that was kind of one of those i guess freeing or releasing moments that i was like what or what you know i'd much rather them have happy healthy parents even if nobody quite understands what i do now um that you know, in the end, I hope it kind of plays out that way. And I think so far it has. And I'm very grateful that we're on the same page as far as the kids go. Because I know that that's not something that many people have. Um, it definitely is not. Attention, calling all wine moms. With the amount of wine and coffee I drink, my teeth started to look a little dull and dingy. However, I found the fastest and most affordable solution that makes my pearly white sparkle, and that is Active Well. Active Well has everything you need to maintain a shining smile. Whitening kits, toothpaste, on-the-go pens, and so much more. Use code MOMMYWINES20 at checkout when you try the premium or natural charcoal whitening goodies from Active Well. Available on Amazon, Target, or activewow.com. Make sure to use code MOMMYWINES20. But yeah, I can only imagine that it would take time for those, you know, just like emotions and feelings and like just, you know, it's a big life change to kind of just settle into place. Yeah, you don't have two kids with somebody and like things just go away easily. Yeah, you're like, okay, well, see you later. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't really work out that way. Um, (laughs) but I, I am very excited for, for her to be happy and, you know, but that's, that's her thing now. And I think that's really, really hard for a lot of people, um, to be able to do, um, kind of separate that, those boundaries, I guess, which is not something I practiced very well the last few years, um, (laughs) But, you know, along with, you know, kind of going through therapy and stuff, uh, there were actually two really great books that kind of helped steer me in the right direction mentally. And it's it's not all stuff that we don't know. I I think one of the, the, the big things about all this wellness stuff and um, – self-care and it's not a surprise it's not a crazy concept to somebody that you tell them if they take better care of themselves they'll have more energy or they'll be happier it's not it's not like that's a shock to people oh it's Um, not but it's like one of the things especially as parents we do last yeah and and it's you know I actually I I don't know where that comes from you know um like what what stops us or what is it that we're taught that makes us think that that self-sacrifice is the better option when when in reality you know I realize setting a better example to my kids like taking care of myself like prioritizing my self-care being healthy um you know having healthy boundaries it's a far better example than than self-sacrificing to the point of exhaustion and you know, misery. Uh, yeah. Well, if you go back to your plane experience, 
You know, they always say on an airplane, oh, if there's ever a problem, you know, put your mask on first. 100%. That's been but... a perfect kind of like mantra for me during this time because <laughs> of that experience. <laughs> but like, it's... I feel like when, especially parents, like when you have a little baby, you just give so much energy that like, I remember as a new mom and a new parent, like I was just exhausted. And now like, I've recently started working out again, and in the beginning, I felt a little bit guilty because I was coming home, and I was leaving my son at daycare for, like, an extra hour in the day just so I could have, like, the distraction-free time to work out, and in the beginning, like, I I don't know why, but I felt so guilty. Oh, yeah. I I feel you. I've kind of like talked myself out of that because I was like, okay, well, I just need to mentally and emotionally and physically just be better than I have been. And if it means him playing with other kids for an extra hour a day, like it's not going to kill him. <laughs> no, 100%. And and that's really been huge for me is I've over the last few months you know, I've felt the best mentally and physically and emotionally that I have in years. And I know that because, you know, I changed that that perception that self-care was taking away from my time with the kids. Um, in reality, taking that extra hour means that the other hours that you do have with them is the quality, you know, factor goes way up because you feel better you know, about yourself. So you have more energy, you have more to give to them. That is true. That is something I noticed because before I would leave work and I would rush to his daycare, pick him up and then come home. And then we would just be like cleaning or cooking or whatever. And he would just be watching cartoons or playing with toys by himself. But now that I've kind of taken that little bit of extra time, I've come home, I've worked out, I've, you know, done a few things around the house, and then I go pick him up. When we're home now, I'm able to play with him. And, you know, we can do things more together than him just sitting and watching cartoons or playing with toys. Yeah, that's awesome. Warmer weather is just around the corner. So make sure to stock up on all your shorts, tees, and tanks from Zaya Active. Zaya has something for the whole family with the always popular and growing men's collection and even new kids and junior sizes. As always, you'll find your favorite premium leggings with new items being made from recycled water bottles. I just picked up the purple bomber bra and it is so soft and I swear the quality might even be better than the original. Shop the Mommy Wines podcast event on myzaya.com backslash Amadon for your order number to be automatically entered into a spring raffle. For your chance to win, head over to myzaya.com backslash Amadon today. These books that I was reading that I feel like were also kind of key in that, that perception change for me. Um, one of them... It's probably made the biggest impact over the last few months is a book called No More Mr. Nice Guy. And um, if you are a man or woman or anybody listening to this podcast, definitely go check that book out. Um, 
because it it gives the most accurate perception of you know the inner workings of a man's mind um, especially you know as kind of the title says you know self-proclaimed nice guys and uh, I had so many false perceptions about you know by by the way as a disclaimer not being a nice guy doesn't mean being an asshole (laughs) Um, no I'm interested in this book because I feel like men are just this weird strange alien thing to me I'm like you know, they're so frustrating because I'm like, okay, why aren't you getting it? Or what am I not getting about you? Like, I'm interested. Oh, if yeah. there's a book out there that's going to tell me the inner workings of a male brain, bring it on. <laughs> it explained so much to even myself. Like, it definitely was um, it was like an emotional marathon reading it every day. <laughs> um, and, uh, it was one of those like, wow, I kind of feel personally attacked right now. Um, how does but you're this like, person? Secretly, you're like, okay, it's true. <laughs> yeah, no, a hundred percent. And what was incredible about it is I was like, how, you know, alone we feel in the way we think or like what we're going through. But for this for this book, um, Nowhere Mister Nice Guy by uh, Dr. Robert Glover was. Not only was it eye-opening for me, but like it helped me understand that there's thousands and thousands of other men who have that same, you know, mentality or these perceptions in their head that are, you know, kind of ingrained into us. And one of the things that I I hope to um, kind of get the message out on, you know, on my Instagram page is you know, it's okay to, you know, embrace your masculinity and that it's okay to, you know, have all these feelings. And these are why you have all these behaviors and do all these different things um, and how you can kind of break through some of those uh, to be a, you know, overall better human being in life. And uh, it was, it was definitely a shock. And I, you know, I see it a lot. You know, there's not really, like we said at the beginning of the podcast, I really a market for, for men empowering men to be healthy. Yeah. Um, One of the things that like really like struck me when I came across your Instagram profile is you don't normally see, you know, like Navy vet and, mental health put in the same thing or like masculine and self-care like those are some words that don't you don't typically see going together yep some solid dichotomies in life um (laughs) and uh it's it's so difficult and you know i i feel empathetic to a lot of the guys out there who you know they're just angry they have all these you know inner things that they need to work on but you know I they're think a man a lot, so they won't <laughs> yeah then when there's not a lot of credit due to some of the the things that are forced upon 
you know, some of these perceptions that are forced on men as, you know, as they're growing up. And that book kind of tackles a lot of it, um, you know, about where we receive our, you know, sense of, you know, value from, you know, how we get our value from, from women, you know, in particular, and the, you know, this, this, this culture in general, you know, over the last, you know, 50 years, um, boys don't really have a lot of healthy role models. And, uh, you know, they didn't grow up being taught by their dads because their dads worked all day. They didn't have a lot of healthy male role models in their life. And so we grew up with a lot of different perceptions that were kind of false and we need to kind of get back to. Um, it's It kind of impacted me a lot too because, you know, I, I always thought that I was, you know, different solid massive quotes around different than other <laughs> guys um i i kind of prided myself on being sensitive and emotional and loving to go get manicures and pedicures and um you know just being you know not what i thought was an asshole or like every other guy out there um and then you, you kind of hear the term all the time, you know, nice guys finish last. You have all these guys who talk about the friend zone and, you know, why don't girls like me? I'm so nice. I'm so sensitive. And it's, it's all this weird perception. That book kind of tackles a lot of those different things. And it's, it's not about, you know, nice guys or being a, you know, a good person um, means you're not lovable. It was, it's because generally those nice guys um, aren't generally very nice. They're very inherently, they're liars. They're. Uh, yeah. It's like not genuine. Yeah. It's not genuine. They, they're, they're trying to cover up like who they are to people please. And um you know, thinking that they're so different and then they, in turn, when a woman rejects them, then they get angry and mean and malicious, you know, somehow like that they were owed for being, you know, a nice, quote unquote, nice guy. Um, and it all just kind of gets back to those same perceptions that we have and kind of trying to change that mentality that it's not about being, um, you know, the, the opposite of a nice guy isn't a bad guy. And, and the opposite of a nice guy and a bad guy are, you know, an integrated man who is comfortable in his masculinity. He's confident and he's strong and he has, you know, friends. He does, he goes out. I stopped hanging out with friends for years. You know, I kind of cashed in all of my external relationships for my marriage. And um, oh, that's, that's not, not good. <laughs> Extremely codependent. And um, I would be the first person if I was if I was in a relationship, I would be the first person to like kick him out, be like, go grab a beer and shoot some pool. Because <laughs> I am somebody who has really fallen in love with like personal time to myself. That's awesome. And 
I also, I work from home a lot. So like, I don't know, even when I am home, I'm not like home. I'm at work. So like, there's a difference for me. Like I could be home all day and feel like I haven't been home. Like I'm not home relaxing, you know, with a face mask. So, you know, like I'm one of those people that I'm like the first one to like, okay, see you later. (laughs) I want to hang out with myself, but yeah, I've seen a lot of relationships and a lot of my friends go through the struggle of kind of isolating themselves within a relationship and it never works out for the better. And it, and it doesn't. I mean, that, that comes back down to like boundaries and self-care. Like you need your own personal space. And a lot of people really fight against that, that idea um, that somehow if you're spending time away from your family, you're doing something wrong. Um, I felt guilt when I wanted to go out and do something for myself. Um, and that's not good. So I, I think, it, yeah. you know, I really applaud you for that and uh, definitely encouraging people to get out. Uh, I definitely recommend checking that book out because it explains a little bit about why men um, specifically need other men in their life um, and how to build, you know, healthy masculine perceptions and, and friendships that way they can in turn be happier, healthier people. Um, it's there's so many things out there that, that are telling us to be one way. We, we kind of touched on a little bit at the beginning, but things are complicated. Whenever you think you're doing like one thing right. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the show, uh, The Good Place. Oh, yeah. Absolutely love it. Um but one of the big things they got in there is life just got so complicated. There was no, like you, uh, an example I used yesterday with somebody is just like, I have been trying to use more natural products. Um, so I want to use natural deodorant, for example, but it comes in a plastic container. Oh, so it's yeah. like, so you, do, so you try to do one thing that's <laughs> right. And then in turn, you're doing like seven other things like, well, who made that plastic container? Was it made, you know, from other renewable products or was it, you know? Especially now in the world of social media and, and, you know, online trolls, even if you try to do, you know, one thing right, there's going to be so many people out there pointing out the 20 things that you did wrong. It's it's never ending. And I think that we take a lot of that into our relationships. Um, And so we cover things up. We hide things. We, we have to think that everything has got to be perfect. Um, and you know, that it's another huge part of my, my message and my journey over the last few months is perfect. The, the definition for me is completely changed. Um, it's, it's not about not having faults. It's not about, everything being all sunshine and rainbows all the time um but it's about doing the best you can with what you know now um and kind of that sounds like a pretty good definition yeah, and to so me. it's you know as you know there, there's another quote that i had shared um from maya angelou that was when you know better you do better 
Um, and they kind of kind of goes hand in hand. It's everybody thinks that you need to be faultless and that somehow you need to give off the perception that everything's okay. That's why we hide it, that we're going to pass out when we're, you know, on an airplane or meeting with other people. Uh, we, we aren't okay with not being okay. Um, we all think we have to put on this, this facade of, of perfection when in reality, we're all just trying to learn as we go. Everybody is at different stages. The lessons I learned, you know, during my life or in the lesson are the same lessons somebody else might learn in 10 years. Um, so it's just kind of that, you know, everyone's trying, nobody wants to, you know, have an awful life. Uh, we all just learn, we all just That's true. learn at different stages and we all learn in different ways. And, you know, it's our own thing to kind of control our own kind of little bubble and we learn something new try to try to make that change uh you know trying to use more natural products in our house like practicing yoga for five minutes exercising a little bit more uh it it doesn't have to be all at once you don't need to spend a thousand dollars on some new fitness program um you don't need to change your diet drastically and we think we need to make these massive changes all of a sudden but it's really just you know a few things like be gentle with yourself do five minutes a day of something that improves your life uh and and over time it will make you know the the difference um but we definitely get caught up in perfection and then thinking that we need you know that microwave culture of i need it now Oh, yeah. The instant, what is it, satisfaction? Yeah, like, I I want to do this thing because I'm going to look better in a week. Or I need to do this thing because it'll make me more money. But then nobody really wants to stick to the grind. Nobody wants to, you know, it's hard. <laughs> new year, new wine. And of course, I'm talking nakedwines.com. If you haven't tasted the delicious, independently crafted wines from boutique winemakers around the world, can you even call yourself a fellow wine mom? Debatable. But don't worry, I got you, girl. Use code MOMMYWINES50 or click the link in the show notes below to receive your first six bottles delivered right to your door for only $34.99. That's $34.99 for six bottles of wine delivered to your door with code MOMMYWINES50. You're welcome. Yeah. You know, I've, I really enjoyed this conversation because there's a woman I've had on my podcast a few times now. Her name is Maya and she has the Instagram profile, um, baby steps for big results. And she's here and she's here in Salt Lake and you guys seem to have a very similar kind of mindset, but it's been very interesting 
to get like the male perspective, which is something I don't often have on my show, which I would love yeah, more no, of. Thank you. I, I feel honored. You're the first dad. <laughs> I feel honored. Um, you know, as a parent. I'll send you like a little number one dad mug because you're the first thank dad you. of the I, show. You know, I feel honored to kind of <laughs> be the voice for, for some men and for some dads. Uh, you know, I love my kids and I want them to have the healthiest, happiest dad um, they can get. And I finally feel like I'm kind of on that path. So hopefully I can share that with others um, along the way. Yeah, I think that's really honorable because there's so many people out there. And this is something I've struggled with so much in my co-parenting situation is that there's a lot of times people just don't care. And there was such a switch in my mind when I went from being this single, not mom woman to then becoming a mom. Like, I just wanted to do better. I wanted to be better. I wanted to just do everything I possibly could better. And my son is the inspiration and motivation behind everything that I do. From waking up in the morning to, you know, working and having the goals that I have. But there's so many people and I feel like especially, I feel like it's kind of can resonate with dads is, you know, it sometimes from my experience, it can be like, well, I'm not the mom or, you know, like I don't have to, you know, do that. I'm, you know, a dad. And I think there's so many different things that are moving in a more modern direction, even though I am a more traditional person, I think both parties need to be good parents and both parties need to be happy and healthy. And I think like mental health is not a sexist thing. You know, it doesn't only affect women and it doesn't only affect men. It affects everyone. And it's, a muscle in my opinion it's a muscle just like a bicep or a glute or anything else that people want to work out on a daily basis <laughs> i think it needs and deserves the uh, same attention it's something that we pay attention to like seemingly last uh i i know that there's a lot out in the world um different things with gender roles or what a dad thinks he should be like, or what a man thinks he should be like, or what a mom thinks he should be like. And it's, it's hard to find out, you know, where the balance is and um, you know, what ultimately works in someone's relationship. Um, it's, there's a lot of information out there and it's hard to, to figure out what's, what's right. And um that is true. I know that there. I never. No, oh, you're sorry, fine. Go ahead. Um, I just know that there's a lot of. You know, I I can't say that I haven't had a lot of false perceptions of what I thought, you know, a relationship should be like, what a man should be doing, um, what his role is in the household, and um, it's it's definitely been a kind of point of contention you know, from my own relationship, but 
I think, you know, having had all this time to reflect and, and thinking about, you know, everything that's happened over the last few years for me is, is it has to be part of the conversation. There has to be boundaries and expectations, you know, in the relationship. Um, I guess one of the, one of the key things to that is something that, that book number Mr. Nice Guy calls uh, covert contracts. And we're all operating with these perceptions in our head about what everybody else is supposed to be doing, but it's always for a trade. It's I do this, this, and this, and you Mm. do this, this, and this, but I'm not going to mention that because you should just know what my perceptions are almost. And, and it gets us into a lot of trouble in our everyday lives and our relationships um, because we don't, we (laughs) don't set those boundaries. We don't take the time to have those conversations. And, and again, it it also kind of comes down to, you know, those boundaries might be okay with one person, but not with another. Yeah. I think just communication in everything in life, at work, in your friendships, in your personal relationships, in your parenting relationships, just communication. If people just had more conversations and said more of what they were maybe thinking or feeling or, you know, like you said, setting those boundaries – just yeah, imagine, like I look at my own. <laughs> oh my god! Right? Leader. Like I look at my own. Oh, I look at my own community, like my own co-parenting situation. And there are some days I just sit on my couch when my son is like visiting his dad, and I am like, just imagine how different things would be if we could just have an honest, open conversation. Yeah. Um, like I, I like sit there and I like daydream about it. Like it's some crazy wild thing. Like, oh, I want a unicorn yeah. for my birthday. No, it's just it's just a conversation. Like that's what I daydream about. Like it's some mythical thing that's like so unrealistic or unattainable. But it's just communication is so important. Yeah, I I totally agree with you. And it's like I said earlier, you know, it's not a shock. When people say, oh, yeah, better communication would would make things easier or taking better care of yourself would mean you'll have more energy or having a budget means that you'll handle your money better. Like, it's not a shot. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's not like this comes as a surprise to anybody. And it's all of the learning that I've done over the last few months. It's not. It's. I loosely say the word common sense. Um, <laughs> it's the one thing that's not so but it's, common. It's what my grandpa it's used to say. incredible that it's like, oh, yeah, I knew all of these things. It's not like any of this was a surprise to me. It's not like I didn't recognize all these different things, but it was hard to put it into context. And really, it takes some serious work to put it into practice. Uh, And it's just uh, another solid word uh, for you, 
I guess two words, uh, is cognitive dissonance. I don't know if you're familiar with the term. I am not. (laughs) Cognitive dissonance. It's a great one. Um, It explains so much about our current state of the world (laughs) from politics to relationships to, you know, kind of capturing everything we've been talking about. Um, It, we all run around with these perceptions or these stories that we are supposed to, you know, live or do. Um, And what cognitive dissonance is, is when something challenges that perception that you've been living in like your mind rejects it like as hard as it possibly can even though it's the truth like you cannot come to terms with it like it just doesn't click because you've you've built up this things are supposed to be this way i think this is this is just how things are Um, and so when anything kind of challenges your way of thinking, uh, you know, people fight against it 10 times harder. Um, they can't agree with you because that would go against everything that they are. And, um, that's, that's kind of why I think. That makes those, those big moments where you collapse on an airplane or you pass out you know, in somebody's driveway or uh, you have a death scare or something, you know, shocks you into, wow, it all just needs to change now. It's it's really hard to kind of like shock yourself out of that perception into thinking a different way and recognizing the way you were thinking wasn't helping. Yeah. Um, and and so that's that's my word <laughs> now cognitive dissonance <laughs> so you all have heard me talk about real good foods before if you follow me on instagram and if you don't you definitely should you'll have seen milo devouring the real good foods pizza well my favorite frozen food company is now launching ice cream real real good ice cream No icy or chalky texture like other light ice creams. It's made with fresh milk and cream, giving it that smooth, creamy goodness we all love. On a sweet note, there's only 4 grams of sugar. The new Real Good Ice Creams are sweetened with alios, a naturally occurring sweetener found in things like figs and dates. This rare sugar has one-tenth of the calories of typical cane sugars, leaving this guilt-free frozen treat with a low 180 calories per serving. You can find this Real Good ice cream online at Real Good Foods and Vitamin Shop. So on my podcast, we normally have a confession. Okay. But I feel like this whole episode has been a confession. So I'm going to switch okay. it up. I'm just doing a, I'm just, you know, throwing the whole outline of my <laughs> podcast away today. Um, and instead of sharing a funny or embarrassing or confessional story from your past, 
since you've been sharing so much, um, like on social media and you've started this new journey in your life, what is something that you're kind of maybe looking forward to or a goal you have for the future? A goal I have for the future. Um, one of the things that's kind of been a lofty goal in the back of my mind, because it's a complete opposite way that I've been living um, is I want to qualify for the CrossFit games before I'm 32. Um, CrossFit is very it is a lofty and ambitious goal. <laughs> to say the least. Um, <laughs> we'll see how this goes. And I'm 27, so I, you know, I got a little bit of time um, to make it happen. But I, and and here's one more kind of like at the end of why this is my goal is I had this one of the reasons why I stopped taking care of myself and this is to no fault on you know Jennifer's fault um but she doesn't find strong masculine qualities attractive right so like muscles like make her want to throw up <laughs> That's kind of funny that she would marry a guy in the. Oh, she in told the herself that she would never marry a guy in the military. Um, <laughs> I'm sure you understand a little bit, like, and I, I hope this doesn't, you know, offend any of your listeners. That she told herself that she'd never marry anybody who had an LDS family. Um, my family, my family's LDS. Oh, yeah. um, I am not, and so. Oh, no. She she went to Weber State actually, and so she had a lot of feelings about um, boys that she dated out there, and uh, so a lot of these things were just like so. She was so against in her head um, that I, particularly like the fitness side, is like I didn't want to be disgusting to my wife, right? I, I don't think that it was intentional on her part to make me think that me being healthy yeah. was a bad thing. But I, you know, I, I let myself think that, you know, if I were fit, if I were to have a six pack, somehow that would be repulsive to her. Right. Which isn't healthy on my part. No. So uh, yeah. I stopped working out for such a long time. Um I, you know, I played rugby. I ran cross country and track in high school. Like I loved athletics, um, being in the military. Like I, I mean, I worked out all the time. Um, and so. Yes. Yeah, one of the requirements. Yeah. And so it was, it was something that I stopped doing and, uh, it's not because she told me to, it's, it's not because of whatever, but somehow I, I kind of thought, okay. You know, she doesn't want a fit guy because that's somehow repulsive. Um, And so that's kind of one of the things that I used to love before was, you know, taking care of myself and um, being fit and uh, feeling good about myself. And uh, I've made a lot of progress that over the last few months in that aspect. And, uh, you know, I decided to set a you know, a major 180 goal from, from that idea that, 
you know, taking care of myself was a bad thing uh, to, I want to do one of the most outrageous, you know, things you can do uh, and just, just kind of go for it. Um, I know that was kind of a long explanation of the goal, but I, I think that kind of gets again to the root of, of what we've been talking about. Um, no, I think it's good. If you're going to be on American Ninja Warrior, definitely let me know because my son yeah, loves that Yeah, I've been, <laughs> I've been watching, you know, American Ninja Warrior and then stuff about the CrossFit games. And I'm like, well, you know what? Why can't I do that? Like, I should totally go and do that. Um, so we'll, we'll see. If sure. Maybe, it's very entertaining we'll to see, watch. We'll see if my face ever makes it on TV. Um, <laughs> so um, it should be exciting. Um, but probably not. Definitely. Um, I just want to also give a shout out to this, you know, bottle of wine I've been downing while we've been talking because, you know, in the spirit of the Mommy and Minds <laughs> podcast. I know. I've been drinking this new red. I've been trying to, you know, expand my palate and start getting more into reds. And it is the best red I've ever had in my entire Would life. It's so good. <laughs> it's, uh, let me get the bottle. It is, it was actually under $15 and it's Rosatello, a product of Italy, a refreshing red blend from Italian vin- vineyards. I'll definitely check that out. I've uh, always been kind of a red person. I'll take a picture. I've always been kind of a red person, so, and it's pretty much the only alcohol I drink anymore, so. Well, that's good. They say it's healthy I, for you, so. I hope so, that. and even if it's not, I'm not going to stop, so. Um, <laughs> no, I really appreciate you having me on the show. It's been, it's been really good to kind of talk, and that's the big thing for me over the last few months the kind of the difference it's made is you know talking about everything you know letting it all out you know be vulnerable don't um don't hold it all in you don't need to nobody's gonna look at you any differently the world wants you to be happy that is true and i think especially now I had a woman on, I did a recording yesterday and she's just, she was like, I'm just excited to have an adult conversation because she's been, you know, in her house, quarantined with her kids, you know, social distancing. And she's like, I'm going a little crazy over here. Uh, (laughs) But I think conversations anytime, you know, not just now, but anytime I get you know, to look at a new perspective on something. I'm very, yeah, I really appreciate it. I mean, I, my kids left a few weeks ago. And so quarantine has been by myself <laughs> in the house. Oh, so no. it's, uh, <laughs> it's too quiet. You don't, you don't get, you don't have a one-year-old and a three-year-old leave the house and then you don't panic a little bit because there's no noise. So. I know you're probably like, I sleep terribly when my son is visiting his dad. And I think it's just because the house is just too quiet. Yeah. And thank goodness for the space. Like I have so much more space. (laughs) And thank goodness for the space. (laughs) Well, messengers. Yeah. That's one thing about modern, modern day life. That's helpful. It's 
my 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 kids love like I love talking to them every day. Um, it's incredible to me how smart kids are with technology. Um, like yesterday, my my daughter uh, was talking to me on Facebook Messenger. She's three years old, um, but she was having a great conversation <laughs> with me. She sat me on the the couch next to her to watch TV with her. Um, she she's always interacted with people over you know phones um, with family always living so far away that's just totally like it's totally a normal thing for her and uh it's it's pretty yeah pretty awesome to have that connection still and be able to to talk to them and um, i'm just really grateful for technology during this time so i bet well good yeah, luck on your you. move I think you mentioned that you're also moving back from. Yes, I'm going from Virginia back to California in a few months so I can live near my kids. So (laughs) crossing my fingers, I got to pack up this whole house by myself. Um, It should be an adventure. (laughs) Are you a coffee lover just like me? Sipping my morning Java is the only way I can keep up with my toddler and busy lifestyle. That's why I love Coffee Over Cardio. Coffee Over Cardio is a premium coffee company started by female entrepreneur Abby Scott. Whether you love a good flavored blend or a strong roast, Coffee Over Cardio is ideal for any jitterbug. They are also carb-free, keto-friendly, sugar-free, and gluten-free. So pretty much that means they're completely guilt-free. Try Coffee Over Cardio's most popular flavors today, French toast, and new doctor's orders vanilla hazelnut. Yum! <laughs> Make sure to use code 10 Don to save at checkout. Once again, that's 10 Don at coffeeovercardio.com. Well, go ahead and share with everyone where they can find you um, online and yes, follow along. Yes, absolutely. So it is at fatherhood.wellness.journey on Instagram. Um, I would love, you know, to continue sharing my message with not, not just dads, page not just for dads. Um, it's, it's uh, <laughs> if anything like this podcast is, just to get another perception, another, uh, another perspective on, on what everybody else is going through. Um, and I'm really excited about you know, sharing my, my experience with others. So. Definitely. Well, I've enjoyed it. I'm sure everybody listening will too. And I'd love to have you back on the show. So definitely reach out whenever you're, you're settled in. And if you want no, to come back on, you're be nice to uh, and- update, you know, once I get back out to California and get everything kind of straightened out, see where there's a, see where I'm progressing yeah, towards sure. the big games. <laughs> So. <laughs> well, you know, don't hurt yourself, you know, carrying a tire around or dragging uh, a semi truck from point to. A to point B. <laughs> well, good luck with everything. It was great having yeah, you on the you show so today. And I'll definitely um, keep you updated on when the show releases. I'm really looking forward to it. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Mommy Wines Podcast make sure to leave a rating and review. To support the show you love, check out the exclusive branded merchandise on themommywines.com. For extra sassy, 
honest, and potentially controversial content, make sure to join me over on the Mommy Wines Patreon. Also, don't forget to check out the other shows on the MW Network. If you love scary stories and true crime, you'll love Tales After Dark. More shows are coming soon, so make sure to stay connected on social at Mommy Wines Podcast. And until next Wine Wednesday, mamas, parent and drink responsibly.